Remember uh, Dolph Lundgren's face, Drago, when he was looking up as Apollo Creed was coming down, shadow boxing, dressed in the red, white, and blue American flag, and James Brown was singing this song in Rocky IV, Living in America. What a great scene. And then, of course, they put on that exhibition, if you will, that fight, and Apollo died in the ring, and that inspired Rocky to go to Russia. And, um, well, that's when Rocky basically jumped the shark. It, you know, three was, was good, but they started to lose it just a little with Clubber Lang. The first two were masterpieces. Three was still good, and once he got to four in Russia. But then it got good again, believe it or not, in uh, six, the movie Rocky Balboa. It's actually a really good movie. Anyway, welcome back, uh, sitting friends in the morning, 722 on your Thursday. Brian Kilmeade was great. Curtis is coming up, and thought about Curtis an awful lot yesterday. The icon, the legend, the great Curtis Sliwa does a great show every day. The Rip and Reed hosts overnights on the weekends and is on with me every day, and people love him. I mean, he's become a much bigger star now than ever. He can't even walk into a place like Michael's without being run over by all the all the uh, people having dinner there last night. And I thought about him yesterday because I'm watching the mayor, Eric Adams, deliver his third, the annual State of the City. And I was imagining Curtis standing up there, trying to figure out the differences. Eric Adams, really, and I understand it's like the State of the Union. It's one big pep rally, one big speech to tell folks how great things are. It's a lie. I was wondering if Curtis would be more honest if, in fact, he was there yesterday and the city was in the shape it is now. As he gets ready to run for mayor against either Eric Adams or Andrew Cuomo, who knows? Would you be different yesterday? Hell yes. What would you do differently? First off, that's where I started the Guardian Angels, the South Bronx, right? Uh, they had the staging, uh, Hostos Community College, and then across the street, all the free booze and food you want to eat. I like it. From Fernando Mateo, the Bill de Blasio Republican, right? It's, it's all synergistic. Are you guys still enemies? You and Fernando? Of course. Of yeah, course, yeah. man. Uh, I crushed him in the Republican oh, primary. Oh, killed him. And by the way, there are Republicans talking about running him again. Make my day. Oh, Make my did day. You wanna, just, did you just quote Dirty Harry? I want to crush him a second time. I want to crush him so bad that he goes no mas, no mas. But let's get back to the staging. First of all, he comes out with this song. He's got all these videos. Well, was the song, I believe it was uh, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Yeah. yeah it's, New on. York. It's so played out, right? It is? You don't need a song. No. The, the city is in 
the worst situation it's been in years. Yeah. And he's acting like, oh, let's tiptoe through the tulips like Tiny Tim. I would have I would have given him a drug test. He, he's saying to everybody, oh, man, you know, things are so great. Mention the migrants all of a millisecond. The well, he actually biggest said, issue he, in the city. He didn't mention it for long, but he actually said, and I seized on this with Kilmeade earlier, he was almost taking a victory lap. Like, well, how'd you do it? Maybe this is on the news. Maybe it's afterwards. I don't know. But I heard him at some point yesterday somewhere say, listen, man, we, we kept grinding. We kept grinding. We got it done. What did you get done? Destroy the city by bringing in all these illegal aliens. You know where I was instead of Eric Adams and his $5,000 customized suit. By the way, the theme of blue-collar mayor for a blue-collar city. What blue-collar guy ever wears $5,000 customized suits, right? you got to be stupid to buy that propaganda. And then he goes, oh, and you praised him for this. He said, we gotta, we got to do a much better job with social media. Well, he's right about that. Well, uh, let, me, let me tell you. First By the way, he's on social media all the time, but he's course. right about that. And it's lame. And you should see all the responses. I mean, <laughs> I they do. kill him every day. They kill him. He, he, you compare his social media to mine, right? He's, he looks in the camera like like a dullard, right? Like he's the captain of the Titanic saying, there's no iceberg ahead. Everything's great. Shut up. What are you talking about? And he'd be the first one to jump in the lifeboat. But anyway, the simplest thing he could do about social media is take the phones away from the kids in the public schools, like Bloomberg did. They come in, they check the phones into a bag. At the end of the school day, they get the phones. Because all they do all day in public school is they're on their phones, social networking, and threatening other kids. You're a cyberstalking. You're 100% right, and Bloomberg did do it. And who reversed it? Much like Joe Biden, that idiot, has reversed everything Donald Trump did well. The next idiot, Bill de Blasio, reversed it. If you're Eric Adams... Like Biden's trying to do? See, Biden is reversing Trump. Trump was good. If you're Adams, if you reverse Bill de Blasio, you're going to win. Because de Blasio was the guy who said, put those phones back in the classrooms. By the way, uh, sidebar on Bill de Blasio. Uh, clearly, Nancy is getting under his skin in Charlene. She's getting oh, close good, to good, the bank good. account. West Cayman Islands, Panama, or oh. Switzerland. He was on de Blasio with Suzanne Miller. He was screaming about that. What do people think? That I walked out with bags of money? He, it's, it's getting under his oh, skin. Hold on a second. You just said something very serious. Yes. I know Nancy is, I love Nancy, you know that. Are you telling me, you're intimating, I guess you're not saying it yet, that you know of monies that the Blasio has in all these foreign countries? Do you uh, know this? One and a half billion dollars that we're tracing now. I know it's missing. I and know. He, he's screaming. He was on the podcast. I saw it. I saw it. He right. was screaming about that. Right. Now, why would he be screaming about that now? Because he knows we're getting close. Wow. He knows we're getting close. And Nancy will be joining me today on the Rip and Read to give you more details. The guy knows we're after him. But let's flip this script and get back to uh, not Eric Adams, who basically... Didn't even deal with the number one issue, the illegal alien invasion. We're let's, moving off of Eric Adams. Yeah, let's talk, if we can, sure. about you for a second. About me. Steve Borderman? Uh, the press, that's right, the press release. <laughs> Steve Borderman, the rock and roll wannabe, who knew nothing about talk radio, right? And they had him as the general manager of WABC. But he was a good guy, people said. Yeah, good guy. Oh, you didn't like him either. Are you kidding? Am I the only person other than your children and Nancy that you actually like? Uh, don't, don't just assume that I like you. <laughs> Steve Borneman sucked. He knew nothing about talk radio. Secondly, 
I love the theme you played, I'm coming home to a place I belong, because for the first time, I ended up going to Michael's on Avenue or Notion Avenue. And you, and you saw both of my friends, Michael the son, oh, Freddie the father. The place went nuts. Imagine, he says, wow, this is the first time you've ever been here. He goes, I've been here 60 years. He goes, you're right. I always drove past it, but I was with the Fox film crew because we went to Floyd Bannon Field. And they wouldn't allow us in. You know, they got fences up. They got everything to keep you out. They won't allow you to put up a fence at the border. But they put up fences to keep us out from watching uh, how the illegal aliens are scamming us at taxpayers' expense. We go to Michael's. Everybody was going nuts. And they told me, they said, hey, we remember when Sid was here with the mayor. Nobody was getting excited about Eric Adams in this Oh, uh, That room. happens to be true. He was sitting in the very back. I would say two or three people walked over. But you know that Adams goes there a lot. A lot is probably a bit, but he's been there a bunch of times. And Michael and Freddie are good guys. They're nice to everybody. But I know because that's my area, Brooklyn. That's Nostrand Avenue and Avenue R. But whether it's the Brooklyn side of the the Gil Hodges Bridge or the Queens side, I know you're a hero. I went to those rallies with you. I did the town hall with you in um, the Columbus place in uh, Queens. You're a hero. So Wait. when you tell me you walk in, they go nuts, Wait. I believe it. You're going to have on Monsignor David Casado up next, right? Why don't you like him? He's a man of God. Wait, wait. I didn't say I didn't like him. Okay. We grew up together in Canarsie. He so grew what? up on you East also, 95th Street. You grew up with, with Anthony Carone, a bunch of Canarsie people, too. And you still yeah, but not the same. I went to his house every week with my mother, Francesca. Yeah. They played cards. And I was younger than uh, uh, Casado at that time. Well, wait a second. So Casado's mother. Yes. And your beautiful mom played yeah, cards. Yeah, played okay. cards once a week. And I could see that his mother was dealing off the bottom of the deck and cheating my mother, Francesca. No way. Absolutely. The old Richard Crenadiel, Flamingo Kid? Damn right. And my mom was so naive. I'm a little kid. It's your mom. She's taking the cards underneath the deck. And Casado acted like he didn't see nothing. And, and you, you ask him this question. They sent him to public school first, like uh, right near East 95th in Canarsie, and the teachers, the Jewish teachers, gave him a menorah to bring home. And he goes, Mom, does this mean I'm Jewish? They transferred him to Holy Family School the very next day. Is that true? That's right. In second grade, he's writing the composition book, you know, you put on top, oh. JMJ, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And the nuns had conscripted him into the priesthood. Me, I told him, no, you can forget being a priest. So he was on his way to being a priest. He went to St. John's Prep, Prep, which was my enemy's school. I went to Brooklyn Prep, Cathedral College. You know the rest of the story. And I got a beef. With Monsignor Casado, right? Obviously. He was retiring after 50 years. They yeah. had the big spread at El Carib. Did I get invited? Why? Because little Nick Nick Carrazzo used to be the silent owner there and paid off Michael Iannotti what? for shooting me five times with doing? hollow point bullets. Are you naming mobsters in the same sentence as a man of God? Well, let's face it. Who does the funerals for the mobsters <laughs> yeah, yeah. choking somebody, on their lobsters? Good point. Somebody's got to do them. And you ask, Monsignor Casado. I'm not going to ask him in anything. In March of 2022, yeah. when, uh, when some emotionally disturbed person uh, just ruined the crucifix at St. Athanasius that he was the pastor at. Who came to protect the community and try to find the fiend Let me guess. This? Let me guess. It was you. Curtis Lee when the Guardian Angels. Well, I don't remember Casado, uh, actually, now that you mention it. I love Casado. I'm not like you. I, I love him. Uh, but I don't remember him, uh, and maybe I just missed it, going crazy when during the summer of BLM 
No, those no, animals. He did, not. he did not. They wrote all over St. Patrick's Cathedral. No, no, but I got to tell you, he, he's a stand-up guy when it comes to that. He's not like I'm not going to mention other names of Monsignores. I know who you're talking who, about. Who buck and bow <laughs> and so Eric Adams. You are funny. So you do like Casado? Oh, I like Casado a lot. But ask him the oh, question. Well, you know what's funny about him? When he delivered that eulogy for Esposito at St. Patrick's, I looked over at Peter King and Bodito. I said. This guy's an unbelievable monsignor. Hey, he delivered the eulogy but, for my mother and my father. Well, there you go. St. Patrick's Cathedral. But he could have easily been a cast member in The Sopranos. Absolutely. <laughs> but you ask him this question. He's going to public school in Canarsie. He brings a menorah home from the Jewish teachers. He asks his mom and dad, does this mean I'm Jewish? <laughs> they transferred him the well, very next day to Holy Family. Well, you know, it's, uh, now that you mention that, I always make it about me. Same story. About uh, the end of the 10th grade, and my father had been spending thousands and thousands on poly prep, and I was getting lousy grades because I was hanging out with, you know, uh, the, the party. supreme cuisine. You know, of course. So my mother goes, she goes, and you know, Harvey. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. He doesn't have one friend, not one friend, who doesn't have a vowel at the end of their last name. Exactly. Now, now keep in mind, the Iovines, our next-door neighbors, Lewis and Gloria. Lewis's father was a consigliere. They're related to the, to the gallows, Kid Blast. So we love Italians. She's like, every one of his friends. And they sent me to a yeshiva, very similar to the Casado story. Now, Except he became a priest and, uh, well, I became whatever this is. Uh, before you go off as the new King David, as you do Aliyah for the very first time to Israel, maybe you won't come back and I can do the morning show. That's I mean, you, you'll discover you your true about. calling, right? That's all I care about, right? But you said, they put in the press release, uh, our parent company, Red Apple Media, that you are carrying our message for world peace. Are you kidding? You were the first one to say, kill them all and let Allah sort them out. Right That's or true. wrong? I still build the same one. All right. <laughs> so what is this? And then you, you you spew this. Oh, the more you do it, the better you get in talk radio. You know how many hosts and hostesses have oh, been wait. doing this for years? You're right. And they suck. You're right. No, no, they don't. You will get better, but you'll never be great unless you're born with it. You were born with it. Okay, I was born with it. A lot of guys do get better, but they never get. Well, great. let me tell you why they don't get better. Because they don't work it. They mail it in. They do talk TV on the radio. Oh, I know. And they play 5,000, 10,000 cuts, cuts from Talk or, or, TV. If you're playing uh, 30 cuts a show or or if you're taking 30 phone calls. Of the same and, people. And you're not on the fan. Right. The right, same people and, calling over and over right, and over. Then you're not really, you're not doing a great show. Bottom line. So you're different. I'm different. But people will get better, but they'll never be Curtis Sleewell. The more great. you do it, the better you get. Yeah. I disagree with you. I know so many hosts and hostesses. It's actually worse when they first started. Because <laughs> they believe. Their own nonsense. Yeah, cut two. Hut, hut, cut 44. Hut, 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 cut 52. And by the way, now, as the new King David, hopefully you will do Aliyah in Israel and you won't come back so I can do the morning show and the righteous Gentile can take over. You must take Danielle, your son, and your daughter to the Dead Sea. 
which is the lowest spot in the world. To the west, you have Jordan. To the east, you have uh, the West Bank. You got to dive in there. There's ten times more salt than in the Mediterranean Sea. And you know, hey, schmucks, Hamas lovers, and Houthi uh, took his kisses. The river that bleeds right into the Dead Sea, the Jordan River, you idiots, into the Mediterranean Sea, not the Red Sea. And you, even if you can't swim, you will float in the Dead Sea because it's all salt. The Russians, they love it. They dive in. They do backflips. I dived in there. I was sick for two days from all that salt. It was like my high blood pressure was up 238 over 138. But you get the mud. Tell your wife, Danielle. They say that the mud has hermetic powers. It's Hashem's influence. You smear it all over your body. And it's like you're brand new. Forget the Botox. Forget the eye lift. Forget all the other surgical quads. Just take a bath in the mud of the Dead Sea. And even if you're a righteous Gentile, you'll feel like a Jew. Do your aliyah in Israel sin. I'll call you from time to time on the morning show to see how you're doing. Oh, please, Sid, stay there. You need to stay there now that you've discovered you're a son of Israel.